aka Patters, welcome to day lucky 13 of the 31 days of dread. That's right, 3113. That's what day we're in. We're talking 1984. Frankenweenie, Tim Burton, short film, to get fired. I'll explain. Let's go. Ghouls and Ghosts by fans of Tim Burton. We haven't paid enough attention on, uh, to Tim Burton in this entire podcast, but this is his entry to cinema, to film. Him becoming a master storyteller. It's all laid out right here with Frank and Weenie. A little tiny short film made by Disney in the hopes of just launching a career, nurturing a career, and producing content and ideas that will come to fruition as the years to come but that didn't quite happen with the 1984 Frank and Weenie short film I'm your host welcome I am Peter A. DeLuca aka Pad the film Buffett and this is my show this is my podcast I do it solo because I just want to sit down with all of you and and talk to you about movies talk to you about all the things I love and I love horror movies and this is the 31 days of dread every year every October I go crazy I try and watch as many films as I can I study as many films as I can I research I pull my hair out I am watching movies last minute I'm watching movies months ahead re-watching them recording it's madness it's not just the 31 days of dread 31 days of dread is prep work for the entire year and this year I wanted it to be a little bit more diverse like I like I was in previous year last year all, all you know that the theme was 2022 2022 the greatest year in horror I believe in the history of the world uh, we, it's shocking to me that commentators never picked this up but but with all of that said people you guys know Tim Burton I mean Beetlejuice Batman Big Fish last year we did Wednesday Wednesday blew me away holy crap and made a star out of that that uh, Wednesday girl what's her name I forget her name already but Tim Burton is so interesting when we go to horror because he does horror-looking things. And he does horror uh, shots in his movies and moods and sequences. And, and he, you know, when, when, when we sit down to watch uh, Frankenweenie, which later, later became a stop-and-go animated movie directed by him, distributed by Disney. And that's very ironic. We'll, we will touch on that very soon. But Tim Burton clearly pays homage to the horror films of past. He clearly pays homage to actually what Frankenstein is like, the 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 meat of the story of Frankenstein. And we we have a movie called Frankenweenie. We have a major studio backing a short film, and we have guys like Daniel Stern. You know him. You know Daniel Stern from Home Alone. We have Sherry. Uh, Shelly, sorry, I would say Sherry. Shelly Duvall, you know her from Shining. And we have Barrett Oliver from Daryl, if you're familiar with him. And he was a premier child actor for this day. This movie, 
is so well personified, or the short film is so well personified, shot in black and white. We we watch it, and it's there, and it's unfolding, and we can't imagine anything being different, anything shifting, anything not already being there, meaning the casting works, the, the sequence of the shots work, the editing works, the look of the movie works, the solutions to the problems of the production is here. All the solutions work. We have Frankenweenie. He's he's a dog, just like Spud McKenzie. And you know, the dog has a tragic death. The kid brings the dog back to life. And the family owns up to it. Uh, they have a, a, a discussion at dinner of saying, what are the implications of this? We have to discuss you bringing our dog back to life. And the dog comes back as normal. doesn't come back as evil. We're not doing Pet cemetery over here. The dog gets misunderstood. We have a finale at the the windmill or the, the, the wheelhouse, right? It's a windmill at the end of Frankenstein. We have a dog that is accused of, of potentially harming someone. The dog saves the boy at the end of the movie and the entire town rallies together. This is incredible storytelling here, people. The town rallies together and uses their cars to shock the dog back to life. They use the power of their cars to do people. It is amazing. It's awesome. This short film is available on Disney+. And everything I just described to you got Tim Burton fired from Disney. The, this little bit of the intertwining of love-hate with Tim Burton and Disney. Uh, he's recently said that he would, uh, after his, his experience with the movie Dumbo, which I love, by the way. I love his Dumbo remake. He said he dislikes the studio, never worked for the studio again. And we know Tim Burton had friction being an animator for Black Cauldron. Maybe uh, that was for a while Disney's most underrated. Uh, there is a little bit of a uh, appreciation or cult that came up around Black Cauldron. That really gives it props and that's because some of the lost footage or lost ideas or there's a potential other version of that movie that could have existed that really fascinates people. But Tim Burton had trouble with Black Cauldron, had trouble animating with Fox and the Hound. Gets to make a short film, gets fired, but later comes back and gives them a nightmare before Christmas. Maybe, maybe, uh, when it comes from everything we have today, nightmare is on par merchandise-wise with Lion King, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Frozen, Nightmares, merchandise sells year-round throughout the park, throughout all of their uh, licensing partners. and But again, uh, Nightmare was uh, made by Columbia, right? Columbia Pictures, not exactly. Disney later to be folded into the Disney branding once uh, that film really got a life of its own uh, through the early 2000s. The Rise of Nightmare uh, before Christmas, sorry, I may have been saying Nightmare on Elm Street, but Nightmare, you guys knew what I meant, but Nightmare Before Christmas uh, really changed everything when it comes to movies having a, a second act or a second run of appreciation. And Tim Burton is just behind, he's behind some of these fantastic, uh, insanely visual, insanely pleasing movies. 
and we he just doesn't get enough credit for some of his later movies like Big Eyes or Big Fish. It's astounding to me he uh, didn't even get a lot of credit for Wednesday, and Wednesday I believe at one time was Netflix's most streamed show or fastest streaming show. I I believe I I, I may be incorrect, but. Uh, Wednesday took the world by storm and Tim Burton gets zero credit uh, as as Netflix takes over streaming and somewhat of the entertainment news cycle you know people are dropping YouTube channels of the rise and fall of Tim Burton Tim Burton's failed Superman movie became a legend because of again the possibilities of it so he he's really a part of two movies that people are more into what didn't get made versus what did to me he is a legendary force he is a creator uh, that you should do nothing but pay attention to his horror you see it in sleepy hollow you see it in sweeney todd you see his humor and this this might be the greatest short film i've ever seen because it's so captivating it's so much fun uh, there's one gag that i keep thinking about and i always tell people about is uh when the our boy here victor victor frankenstein that's the kid's name uh as he's nursing his dog back to health or or the new dog we'll call it back to health the dog drinks water and uh the water leaks from his head because the, the head is sewn and you know the head uh, was off and it is sewn onto the dog and it's a wonderful dumb gag but it works so well and it brings a reality to uh, everything that the boy just did i i think this movie's there i've been wanting to do a run of short films that became major motion pictures uh short films like uh, there's one for tooth fairy there's one for mama i believe last year we did piggy believe piggy was a short film i i've been wanting to compile a list and then you know start pairing them you know like sit down with you talk about the short film uh evil dead being another one and then talk about you know talk about what that film became or what that short film became but this one's great and tomorrow we're going to do franken's uh franken weenie like a full feature so we're going to do the stop and go animated frank and we need now previously i mentioned we were going to do like a tim burton uh, stop and go animation double feature with corpse corpse bride and frank and we need but let's just do frank and we need one and two and jump into something else but i would like to cycle back uh the funny part now is that we're gonna have four straight films for 31 days of dread that detail animal uh pet resurrection and technically if i wanted to throw in the next two well that would just make it make it eight make it six it it, we can just keep going with animal resurrection but no i don't want to beat you guys down with with uh, two too much of a dedication to one of these threads uh, i did that in previous years and i feel like it, it hurt the flow so i haven't decided what we're going to do post frank and weenie we'll talk about that tomorrow but this is available and i i, I welcome all of you to to commit to this exercise sit down watch frank and weenie 1984 on disney plus and then watch years later tim Burton get rehired to make 
a stop and go full feature or animate a Frankenweenie and it gets rehired by Disney after getting fired by Disney for that very movie, that very content. And we'll, we'll discuss it. This and the full feature are very close to, to one another. And the full feature has so many elements that, that I just love and adore because it sells. It's it's so much fun. AK Pat here, guys. I want to say the first short film for 31 Days of Dread, the 1984 Frankenweenie, is a must-watch. It is maybe the greatest short film ever made. Let's go. Let's go.